Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Flatlining Podcast, the podcast that brings you great healthcare analysis and discussion each week. I'm Matthew Handley from Flatlining.net, and uh, we had some technical difficulties this week, so we were unable to record a full-length uh, program like we had planned on. So instead, we're going to be sharing with you this Flatlining Podcast short. What this is is a program that uh, Ron had recorded a few years ago, and we're going to be reusing it because it's uh, relatively relevant for what we were going to talk about this week. And that is the IDR portal uh, built under the No Surprises Act opened up this week, and we were going to be taking a look at how the No Surprises Act uh, developed and what it's intended to do, what it's not intended to do, and uh, some of the bumpy roads that it went down along the way. Early on, legislative bills that were aimed at curbing surprise billing uh, were not looking too good for doctors. And rather than dictating what insurance companies should pay for an out-of-network physician group at an in-network facility, they, Congress, they being Congress, tried to force doctors to accept a mandated rate. The final No Surprises Act ended up being an okay law. It allowed doctors to be paid fairly, and it keeps patients from getting those surprise bills. And in fact, it even encourages physician groups and insurance companies to make more contracts so people won't be out of network to begin with. Of course, we know this changed with Biden's HHS Secretary, Javier Becerra, and uh, we'll get more into that next week and, and, and how that process went and how that interpretation of the law got thrown out in federal court. But in the meantime, take a listen to this short from Ron from 2020 when things didn't look so good for doctors. I'm from Congress and I'm here to help. Boy, there may have never been a bigger oxymoron than that ever spoken. At some point, we all find ourselves in need of emergency, sometimes life-saving care. Over the last 10 months, many Americans have found themselves in the emergency department of their local hospital being treated for COVID-19. One of the great things about our healthcare delivery system in this country is the fact that when you walk or are brought into an ER, you are treated by a team of highly trained professionals who deliver the best emergency medicine available in the world. They treat you regardless of your insurance coverage or your ability to pay. The doctors that staff these ERs agree to provide care 24-7 to anyone and everyone who walks through their door. They've done this for decades. During this pandemic, they're also doing this at great risk to themselves and their families. For the last year or so, a debate has raged on in Congress about the issue of surprise billing. Surprise billing happens when you go to an ER and your insurance company doesn't have a contract with the physicians who staff that ER. In that situation, you will get a bill from those ER doctors for whatever amount your insurance company doesn't cover. That bill is often a surprise to the patient because since the hospital was in your insurance network, the patient assumes the ER group was as well. These surprise bills can be the result of a group that refuses to contract with an insurance company, or more often than not, because the insurance company is unwilling to compensate that ER group at a rate that is necessary for that group to provide 24-7 care and staffing required by that facility. The solution being developed in Congress is to pass a law making it illegal for ER doctors and other hospital-based physicians to balance bill these patients. If passed, this bill would give the insurance companies incredible power and leverage over these physicians. Think about this for a moment and try to imagine any other profession that has to work under these kinds of regulations. This law would take a profession that is already required to sell their services to anyone and everyone, regardless of their ability to pay, 
and force them to accept as payment in full an arbitrary amount largely controlled and determined by the insurance companies. Can you imagine calling a plumber in the middle of the night when you have a pipe burst and telling him that he has to come fix your pipe and that you don't care what he charges, you're going to pay him a fraction of that amount as payment in full? Try that sometime and see just how fast that plumber hangs up on you. Now, the insurance companies will tell you stories about groups billing absurd amounts of money and using their monopoly power to reap huge profits and fees. They'll talk about how much money this is costing the American people and how they need legislation to combat these profit-seeking behaviors. The problem with that argument is it's just not true. Sure, there are anecdotal stories of absurd bills, and sure, there are bad apples in any profession. Those situations should be dealt with as they are unacceptable. However, when you look at the data, it's clear that emergency medicine physicians are not abusing their situation, and they're not getting rich by any means. In 2019, there were 12 other medical specialties that made more money on average than ER doctors. Specialties like dermatology, ophthalmology, and plastic surgery all make more money than ER doctors. Over the last five years, the salary of the average ER doctor has gone up by an average of, wait for it, 3.3% per year. Okay, the average wage index for all workers in the U.S. during that same amount of time went up by 3.2% per year. Yep, you got us. We've really been killing it in the ER medicine field to the tune of an extra 0.1% per year. Okay, over that same time period, the stock price for United Healthcare went up by 37% per year. Hmm, makes you think that maybe the doctors aren't the problem here, doesn't it? Yes, we need to address the bad apples that overbill and take advantage of people when they are at their most vulnerable. There's no argument about that. However, this one-size-fits-all, overcompensating reaction by Congress and pushed by the insurance industry is not the answer. A surprise billing law from Congress is likely to produce more harm than whatever good it does. During this pandemic, we were once again reminded that our frontline healthcare workers are heroes. And there's no place closer to the front line than our hospital emergency rooms. We need to be very careful and we need to support these heroes. Because if we don't, and if we pass an ill-conceived piece of legislation, we just might find that the next time we need them, they're not there. Thanks for listening to this Flatlining Podcast short. Be sure to subscribe to the Flatlining Podcast and follow us at flatlining.net for more healthcare analysis and discussion. I'm Matthew Handley.